Right, we are live. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have a very talented artist. His name is Alex Mello. We're going to be talking to him about his creative process. Plus, we're going to be talking about how to handle trolls online. Let's talk about that in just a few minutes. Yo, I got trolls under the bridge. Let's get it. Hey. For independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now. Now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Sam the Crazy Man, Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer, Medina. What's happening, oh, everyone? Welcome. Oh, you crazy. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It is Tuesday night, as we normally do. What up, Paul? Hades in the house. And we, in the house. and we are going live once more. Thank you so much for coming on. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, Word. comment as we are on these live streams, and hit that bell so that you know when we are going live, which is usually on Tuesday nights. This is no different. We have a very good guest tonight, Mr. Alex Mello, like I said in the soft open, and we're going to be talking about trolling. Trolling, trolling indeed. Uh, Lou Pons is in the house. What up? How are you today? I uh, I'm happy to be back, bro. I'm happy to be back. I actually um I got I got a new computer. This is this is a new computer that I'm coming to you from. Look how big oh. the screen is. Uh, I'm loving it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, it. I'm, I'm supposed to be putting it in chat. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> I'm supposed to be chat. I'm chatting. I'm supposed to tell Alex. I see him in the back room. I said we'll bring you in at the 30 minute mark, but I put it in the live nice. stream. <laughs> It's gonna be a fun one today. Baby. Yeah, I've been be sipping, one. uh, but uh, yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a hoot tonight. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. So, I have a, I have, I have some new things. I got a new computer, I got to transfer time. All my fonts, dude. Now, now I got to transfer all my fonts from my old one to the new one. That's but sucks. the old ones. Um, okay, so my old one, the battery died, so it doesn't turn on unless I keep it plugged into the wall. I went to Apple. You know, they had this trading program. Uh, you know how much you want to give me for my old one? It's from 2015. It's a, it's a MacBook Pro from 2015. 75 bucks. Yo, close. A hundred dollars. hundred dollars. Yo. Yo. I was like, are you crazy? Yeah, those bad. Oh. They, they did that to me. I was like, forget that. Yo, I have every Mac I've ever owned in the, the garage because I refuse to sell out for a measly hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. I'm holding that for a rainy day. Oh my god. So yeah, so yeah, so I got this one. I have to transfer all the stuff in there. You know, my 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 Adobe Photoshop is on here, but my 
but I have my fonts on the other one. So I got to turn that thing on and transfer everything back. I got a four terabyte uh, little portable hard drive. Look at that. Look at you. Four terabyte. Still- Remember we used to get like, like what? Five, like a gig was crazy. Five hundred. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Remember zip drives? Oh my! God. <laughs> Not even zip drives. It, it was the, the discs. The, the zip discs. Yo, I still oh got. Yo, I still God. got. The, I still got my zip drives because I said in the event that whatever's <laughs> in there is valuable, one Word. day I know I'm gonna need it. Yo, there's still. Yo, I got every hard drive I've ever owned in the closet. Damn, son. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I have every phone I've ever owned. Still wow, in the that, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I, can, I can see, I can see why you would have the, the 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 hard drives and the zip drives and all these other little drives, but a phone. Yo, you don't understand. Internationals, they want to buy that stuff from you in bulk. <laughs> so, yo, I swear to you, they're like, yo, you have any old oh. used phones that you want to sell? So I'm just, I'm just. I have like I got all the Blackberries I ever own. I have like seven of them. I got all the iPhones I ever own. It's just like just in a row, bro. Uh, I'm just saving it. I got all the iPads I've ever owned. Cause they, that's this, the the sucky thing about technology, right? You know, because they upgrade the operating system so fast that the actual Absolutely. technology becomes obsolete. Absolutely, they're done. They're done. Yeah, that's what's happened with that that Mac iMac behind me. The iOS, the new iOS, don't support it, right. so it runs so slow. So I have yeah. this one. But so I, I'm what I'm I'm saving my money because it, that's very expensive. The Mac, the Mac Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff is that's like a down payment on a freaking house. So I'm saving my money. I'm hoping by sometime fall next year I can afford to get the Mac Tower because that's going to be a one stop where I can do the podcasting and right. the video editing and the yeah. drawing because I can't have my Cintiq. Um, attached to this iMac because I have my podcasting connected to it. So you can't have too much because it's it just starts scrambling. Yeah. yeah. Too. It doesn't have the power to support Ooh. it. So I, I need a powerhouse system. Um, so I'm saving my money. I'm putting for a rainy day. So what I'm doing is every convention I do, I'm taking $100 from those conventions and I'm putting it away towards my, you know, raise money for Sam's Mac Tower Fund. <laughs> you saw a loose Pull up loser comment real quick. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's on a floppy. A floppy. <laughs> floppy for poppy. <laughs> for big poppy. Oh, man. Yeah, dog. Yeah, so that, that that's what I was up to today. Actually, I have, I, I got to check. They were supposed to install, uh, I got this computer with, uh, Final Cut Pro installed in it, so I got to make sure. You know how to use Final Cut? I'll learn. I've been, I've, I was using that. I was a wizard with that. I haven't used Final Cut in years, yeah. but I no, used to remember I back in the days of the Cast the Craze. I was using oh, the, when we first started Cast the Craze. I was using Final Cut, um, and I was using Final Cut. I was using Premiere Pro, Premiere Final Cut, and at that time I had a lot of the, the animation programs. I had Maya. I had 3D Studio. Man, Maya. I remember, I remember taking classes in Maya, bro. Yeah, bro. That was one of the hardest programs. Yo, speaking of animation, have you seen the new Spider-Verse movie? Nah, but I've seen people posting all over social media on it. Dude, that, the animation. I mean, the, the story's good, but the animation on that movie, bro, it is out of control. Like, it is incredible to just watch, to see. Yeah. It's freaking nuts, bro. It's freaking nuts. But uh, but yeah, bro, so what you been up to, man? What, what you got going on? What you got? What, go- what we got going on? We got a uh, an episode of the Crazy Town Les, which is trending really well. It's uh, there will never be another revolution again, uh, an image revolution again. Um, that uh, is trending really well right now on YouTube, and basically it's just calling it what it is. I mean, um, 
check out that episode on the Crazy Nintendo Less, where I basically take a look back of what made Image Image and and what drove that and why there will never be another um, revolution in comics like that again. Yeah. Um, and then on um, the Art of Samuel, talking about why prototype toys is the best way to go instead of just going full gambit and spending fifteen twenty thousand dollars on a toy line that you don't know is going to sell and you don't have a distribution um, rev, uh, outlet for yourself, prototypes are the way to go to test the market and get that information. And then um, then I'm on tour. So, you know, starting in August, I got a lot of stuff lined up. I got the Denton Comic Art Exposition. Um, then after that, I'm doing a book signing at Collected Comics for a brand new comic shop that they're opening. So they're expanding. I think this is the third one in their repertoire. And then uh, after that, I'll be at the College Station Comic Con and then Arlington Comic Fest after that. So I'll be, um, you know, moving. Um, and then in October, I'll be launching book number six for There's an Alien in My Toilet. And uh, I'm waiting on the proofs for book number five and the graphic novel. So that should be coming soon. I should have that soon. And then once I have the proofs, then I'll just uh, confirm. Hopefully there's nothing more with the proofs and we can go to print. And so you guys will be having it by the end of the month or early July. For every all you Kickstarter backers, and don't forget, your boy um, Duty is a comic strip and a kid in a comic. If you haven't visited a kid in a comic.com, go visit a kid in a comic. Duty is in a, a comic strip newspaper, you know, an homage to the classics with a lot of fantastic artists and writers in this. And it's available for order through a kid in a comic.com and local comic shops. And hopefully be distributed with the news um, in airports and newspapers. So there's a bit, you know, if you didn't miss, if you missed that interview um, with the publisher, go check it out on Catch the Craze. We had a really good interview um, talking about the future of a kid in the comics. So that's pretty dope. So that's what's been happening here. What's been happening on your end, bro? Yo, busy kid, busy. I'm uh, I'm doing some, you know, I'm oh, I'm doing some lettering work. Uh, I'm working with uh, Mr. Arroyo. Royals Capoyos. Yeah, yeah, he's got his uh, his book. Well, obviously his campaign ended, so he's going to be sending out some of those rewards out. But he has a an extended version of the book, a behind the scenes uh, thing kind of book that I'm working with him on. And then in July, and I want to give a big shout out to Mr. Mark Torres. Yes, I see you have a book signing, bro. Yeah, Mark Torres uh, invited me to come out with him and do a book signing in, on July nineteenth. It's going to be at Royals Collectibles in Flushing, Queens, here uh -huh. in New York. So it's going to be on a Wednesday, the 19th, from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. We're going to be hanging out there. So big shout out to Mark. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me to go with you guys. Designated is the book. If you guys haven't seen it yet, check it out. Designated by Mark Torres. I, uh, I'll have some stuff posted on my social media. So follow me at Get Your Meds, and you'll see some of that there. So that's going to be fun. And then I'm trying to do some more conventions, man, just to go check them out and just, you know, walk around, see, see, see what they do. I'm going to be signing up for some next year. I'm, I'm thinking about heading out your way, bro, out to uh, Dallas or out to Texas or whatever. And do you guys have a bunch of them out there? So maybe sign up for some next year there. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Coming soon. Texas, Texas is popping. Um, but, yo, yeah, flushing, that was my old stopping ground, you know. When we were in high school, um, my my boy Herb Herbert Antonio Cano, Joey Bustamante, that was his full name, right? I used to only whenever I would whenever I meet up with him, everybody would say, "Yo, Herb," I'd be like, "Yo, Herbert Cano, Antonio Joey Bustamante." He's like, "Yo, stop it!" But he had a Porsche that him and his father. So his father, his father's legit. His father's a blue collar working guy, saved his money, bought his son the frame, the body for the Porsche, and together they built the engine. 
Nice. And it took him a year, to, you know, father and son. What a great way, you know, to bond with your son, right? You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? But anyway, he built that Porsche and he created a monster. So we used to get in that Porsche and we used to drive to Fussing to pick up girls. That was the thing in, in high school. And then we used yeah. to go to Jackson Heights, Queens. We used to go to Casa Colombia to get some good food. Yeah, it was sure, still there. Yo, bro, it was the bomb back then. But yeah, uh, yeah. Queen, Queens has all that good food, bro. That's yeah. it's got some great, great restaurants out there. I especially know, like bro. South American food. Woo! Ecuadorian, Colombian, Venezuelan, all that joint. It's so it's good. Fantastic, all that stuff bro. is great out there. Great out I there. know. Those Mr. Aníbal Arroyo just made it. What up, brother? How yes, Arroyo's Compoyos. He's into his house. Um, but yeah, bro, so that's, that's what's going on, man. I'll be doing that this summer and uh, seeing what else we got going on. What's, uh, what's Aníbal doing? I'm doing a career day at a school tomorrow for an old Air Force friend. She's a teacher now. Yay, me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, bro. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, do your thing, baby. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah. So I have a I have a robust schedule for 2024. I'll be announcing I'll be announcing sometime in the fall. Um, you know, I've been partnering with local community leaders and stuff like that to build my name in Texas. And uh, so I'm working on some stuff for next year. Um, you know, just to hit the pavement and do some a lot of uh signings, appearances, um, you know, demonstrations. So next year is gonna be really big for me. I'm excited. Demonstrations. Wow. <laughs> demonstrations. I get to talk okay. about Okay, Sammy. Sammy a rebel. Sammy's a rebel. That's for Samuel. Yeah, right. and I'm excited about book number six. I you know I'm in the um, I'm uh, in the development stage of book number six, and uh, I'm excited about it. It's gonna be it's a next level duty with book number six, so it's gonna be fun. Um, so so that's gonna be coming in the fall, and uh, that'll be the last one for this year. Then we'll start the next year at the, probably around February with book number seven. So um, yeah, for everybody who has the collection, it's, it's gonna be popping, and then working on getting the graphic novel in stores nationwide um, by the end of the year or the beginning of next year. So more to come with that too. So just hustling in the back end, you know, taking the summer off from Kickstarter. Kickstarter really burned me out. And uh, Kickstarter, I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole topic. I I just think that the way Kickstarter is set up, it's, it's not, it's not something that you can, you can live off of. No. As an indie, like you can't just put all your eggs into that Kickstarter basket and say, okay, do or die here. This is what I'm going to, you have to expand. You got to go beyond the crowdfunding. I, yeah. I just think that it's, it's reached this peak and now it's like on its decline, unless you're a big name, like, yeah. you know, like Brian dollar Polito. for dollar, every nickel went on printing the yeah. product. It's, it's just Kickstarter. It's insane. bro. There was not one cent that I saw. Everything went to printing yeah kickstarter burnout is real i'm telling it you is that. real yeah yeah so it's like um it's, it's um, not easy yeah not only that but then you know you know dollar for dollar you do that but then you also got to pay taxes on it at the end of the year right you know so it's like Dude, so totally forgot about that yeah uncle so sam's like get me next year i found my taxes quarterly um so i do it quarterly so i can keep up because i had to file taxes wow. for puerto rico because puerto rico charged me taxes um, you know everybody's coming after you everybody has your hands in you Yo, get your hands out my pocket man back up and, and now a lot of a lot, <laughs> a lot of a lot of these these conventions are asking for 
you know, tax ID forms. Now they're like asking that. for that. So, so now, now Uncle Sam really is going to know what you're doing out there. You know so. what it is, is because this administration's been spending money everywhere else but the U.S. <laughs> and now we got to pay up. So they're yeah, raising, baby. they're raising property taxes. They're raising food prices. They're raising, everything's being, we're eating all the money that they're spending elsewhere instead of putting it into our infrastructure. I'm getting off that topic because I'm going to get mad. But, um, but that's what it is. Yeah. It's like, we got to pay for these knuckleheads, you know, like, come on, man! You gotta change the game. Yo, I'm, I'm feeling a little sick, Sam. I know I'm feeling sick of tired of talking to these mofos. My stomach. Yeah, I know. So I think it's time. It's time to get your man. It's time for your medicine. Dealing with trolls online. That's that remake skit. You just I know, right? It. You saw that? I was like, wait a minute. What is this? Like, wicked, wicked. Wicked. Wow. Trolls. Trolls Yo, online. Trolls so, are real, bro. One of one of our friends who watches this show, Hades, you know, the man behind ASAP Imagination, had a situation. Oh, on, on you got line. beef? Yo, you, you got, got beef. beef? What's up? He beef. He What's beef. up? Yeah, that Twitter beef. You know, the the hat, wait, hold, beef hat to the back. <laughs> the <girl>. Beef? <laughs> Where's the beef? Where's the beef? What's he up? Yeah, <laughs> the good old fashioned Twitter beef. Hoody hoo. So, you know, so, so somebody comes off, starts mouthing off. And, you know, oh, really? Listen, our, I think our instinct is to attack, right? Attack mode. You know what I mean? You get your, your, your attack, you want to attack these trolls. Not, not the best way to handle things. Now, had the whole <laughs> what you say, had the whole cow. Not just he said it was beef. He had the whole cow. He's a so, so listen, so so in Hades, you know, he went about it the right way. He kind of tried to he tried to defuse the situation and just basically did you know didn't really come at that person, but was like basically just trying to be jokey and ha ha ha. But that didn't work because the guy has beef, has a cow. So he um, wants to come back and say some other dumb crap, you know what I mean? And so it was like, so we, we were having a conversation, and and, and, and you know, and, and he said, you know what, it'd be a good topic for you guys to talk about how to handle trolls <laughs> online, how to handle. There's gonna like be this. two different answers. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. No, no. I, I yeah, think. Uh, well, no, yeah, yeah, right. You're, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Right. you're probably right. But I, I think that you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, yeah. as they say, and so. I'm sure that, and when we talked about it, Hades was like, you know what? Maybe I should have just said anything. I should have just ignored, ignored the troll. And I think that that's what we need to do. Ignore the troll. Just avoid the noid. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe block them, delete them. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things. I I think at our, as with our level of fame, I don't think I don't, I don't, I don't think we have to worry forever. too much about oh my god they're gonna they're gonna you know kill our brand not yet not yet yeah. so I think I think ignoring these guys and basically just whether you block them whether you or her um, trolls are people too they're <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah so, so whether you block them whether you you know you you delete them from your from following you or whatever. Um, you know, just don't even engage. Don't even engage. And and, and slowly, they, they'll, they'll go away. I think they'll go away. You know, like if you don't feed that fire, they just be like, all right, well, I guess he's not. He's not taking into what I'm trying to do over here. But it's tough, bro. It's tough. It's not easy. 
Jason. Have you been trolled, Sam? Have you ever yeah. had to do right. trolls? So I'm going to talk about the young Sam. <laughs> right. So the young Sam, <laughs> it's story time, ladies and germs. <laughs> so way, way down upon the Swanee River. So back in the days. <laughs> so back in the days when there wasn't all of this, it was just forums. And I think it was IGN was the forum. Right. And um, it was a, a, a gaming forum, but they had a comic section on the forums. And I used to post, you know, that was the early days of crazy comics. And I used to post all the time to promote what we're doing or whatever. And they were these trolls and they were ripping into me and they were dissing me and all that stuff. But I was in security back then. So I redid some research. I was like, and I found out that they, they were a meetup group. They were an artist group that met up regularly and they met up regularly close to my work. And I was like, holla. Right. So I grabbed my buddies and we went. And we showed up at that meetup oh, and I sat down man. and I said, hi, I'm Sam. I'm duty from your ears. Now you can tell me to my face what you're saying online. <laughs> and the poop came out and they turned white and they were like rambling and mumbling and apologizing, blah, blah, blah. I said, just keep my name out your mouth. And we left it at that. That was Sam back then. Sam was, you know, Sam was straight out of Hollis, Queens. Sam, you know, was a different youngin. Sam was one of those that you had to fight for your own. The Sam today, I get them all the time. So, <laughs> so I have, like on YouTube, I have restrictions. You can't put negative comments. You can't put any of that stuff. So I see who tries to do it. So I get the data and I can see that there's a lot of people who want to try to rip in, but uh, have it all blocked and have specific words that you can't use, harassment stuff. You can't do any of that stuff. What is it? What is it, Sammy? Million hackers. I gave the professional response and blind control plan. So now what I do is I had it on Facebook um, and I blocked them and I deleted the post. If it's on something that I generated, that I started, that means I'm the ad, that administrator. That's the one. I'm the one who can control it in the moderator so i'll delete it if it's on another somebody else's i can't control that i just don't give it so what happened was they want they want the attention it's bait right so it's a clickbait they want the attention they want to get a reaction from you that's what gives them energy that's what gives them life and purpose when you don't give that to them it's kryptonite they don't know how to handle it so silence is golden less is more so i get it all the time it's it happens at least Every other week, there's somebody trying to pop off, right? So I'm like, delete, 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 delete. And they're like, damn, they move on to the next victim until they get somebody to react. That's their purpose. So don't give them any energy. Yeah. Uh, you know what she said? She said pleb. She's laughing at the word pleb. <laughs> so, you know, don't give it any energy. At this stage of the game, look, I'm not a young, I'm not, you know, I'm not that, that young guy anymore. Now I'm just trying to live my life. Do you, you don't, I mean, even to this day, you know, like uh, YouTube, I don't allow people to put thumbs down, right? Yeah. But yeah, I can no, see no. it. I can see like 14 thumbs down. Why do you have, why do you feel compelled to, 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 to try to hate on somebody? What is it? What's wrong and what's missing in your life that you want to hate on somebody? So for me, I'm like, yo, I just put all those yeah. things in place. You could definitely tell. Yeah, you could definitely tell. Chose me, chose. So I would say, you know, um, ignore it, delete it, or walk away, because um, you take away the we take the wind from their sails, and they're just gonna sit there in the middle of the ocean without any wind and nowhere to go, and eventually they're gonna get eaten up by sharks. Yeah, man. These, I mean, listen, they they, they try. I haven't heard anyone use plebiscite since <laughs> '80s England. <laughs>
<laughs> well, there you go. Damn. Lou, you just shouted out Hades, man. <laughs> <laughs> like the age, like, damn. damn. We go back. We go back. Sometimes it's uh it's fun to troll back. No, listen, it, it depends though. It depends. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know what I mean? Like to me, I I think that if you're like an individual who just wants to troll back, cool. I think when when you're trying to, you know, run a brand, start a business and stuff like that, it just it doesn't. There's, there's no, no place for it. Yeah, and, and there's no point. Because what are you going to get out of it? Now, First if you got of like all, a burner account and you want to attack them on a burner account, they don't know it's you kind of thing and you can troll back and forth. That's a different story. You know what I mean? Yeah. First of all, they don't know you. You don't know them. So why would you even want to entertain the conversation? You know what I'm saying? It's like, why do you want to give somebody that spotlight? Because what you're doing is feeding the fire. Yeah. If you got nothing better to do, it, then it's fun. Nah, uh, exactly. They've done nothing while you're. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. so So here's what it, it is, right? So a lot of times you just represent what they weren't able to accomplish. Even if it's not at a grand scale, it's just you represent forward movement. And sometimes they just want to they hate on that. It. They can't, they can't take, take it. it. Can't take you know it. what I'm saying? So it's like, look, if you ever watch anything that I put out, it's always positive messages, but there's still people going to hate on the positive message. If still people going to try to poke holes on it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? You know, back in the days, we'd face up. I'm not that guy anymore. You know, I'm you know I'm older. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? Show up and freaking show up at a mall and beat up 13 year olds? Like you know, what I, mean? I know. Like, yeah, but you know, when I was younger, it'd be a different story. Of I'm course. not that guy anymore. Now I'm just like, yo, I'm living my life. If you don't like my work, fine. Move on. You, Turn you, the page. You, you know, it, it's even where it's one thing if it's like young kids like just trolling. It's worse when it's like older guys. You know and it's usually saying? older guys. Yeah, who who had like you said who have not done anything in, in that whole year or whatever amount of time they've done nothing. Yo, what up, D? Uh, I'm worried that what? That I popped Are you talking about plebs? I still don't know what a pleb is. So it's, I, that's like, it's like it's like a low, it's like a low level, like a like somebody lower class. It's like a, okay. a pleb, you know, it's like a, a nobody. Uh, Am like I right? My, my British friends. Is that like correct? a simpleton? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it, yeah, it was interesting when 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 uh, when, what's his name when uh, when Hades was telling me about that, I was like, yeah. Damn, so Paul, I'll... Paul, the, the, it's not only you; it's it's everywhere. Anytime you're posting progress, you're gonna get haters. I get it at least every other week, bro. And I just shut it down. I don't talk about it. I I never spotlight it. I don't give fuel to it. I don't give them airtime. I don't need to, you know, I don't drag them through the mud. None of that stuff. Because what it does is it makes them move on to the next person until they're looking for someone to react because that gives them energy. That's what motivates them. That's what drives them. So when you take it away, they got nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes those guys, exactly. And if you keep feeding it, they may get lucky and find somebody else that also doesn't like you. And so yeah. then they get together and they and start then, going at it. And right? then what's even worse is that some people might take it too far, right? So you start giving back and it's just online back and forth. But then someone wants to take it too far and they're going to want to find out where you live or they're going to want to pull some stuff about you or manipulate a photo. You know what I'm saying? The world has changed. So I just say, yo, peace. Love and and what is it? What is this called? Old fashioned. Peace, love, and old fashioned. Salute. Salute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Low, the lowest of the low class. Of yes, class. that's you it. Man. You learn things here on on Catch the Craze. For those who didn't know what a pleb was, now you do. Uh, I'll give you. An, I'll give you an example. Uh, oh, you got more. This was this was just one. This is the last one. I was somewhere, and it was at a bar, and I'm getting. 
eyeballed. And I'm like, whoa, this is aggressive. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So I went to the bathroom. I came back around the other side of the individual where he couldn't see me coming. And I looked at what, and then I asked the bartender, I said, what's he having? He's like this. And then so I ordered it. And I said, hey, my name is Sam. I said, hey, it, you want to talk? He's like, hey, I said, I've seen something was on, on your mind. I'm not sure if it was directed to me, but you were looking directly at me. What's up? And we just started talking. Nah, I got a lot on my mind. I'm sorry. I was just looking at that direction. <laughs> I was just looking at that direction. But, you know, I'm in a location a trying bar? to relax. I'm just, a bar? Is that what you're telling us right now? Nah, nah. <laughs> but I wanted to know if I if my life was in jeopardy. So what? <laughs> so so I needed to take the I needed to take the aggressive stance. But I said, that you know what? Not aggressive. That was actually kind of kind of Yeah, it was like smooth. It. Yeah, it was my way of finding out. It was feeling the air, right? Saying, what's up? You know, so, so I was like, hey, and it's like, oh, thanks for the drink, whatever. We just started talking. And and it was a family issue. He was having some some domestic issues and whatever, and his mind was preoccupied, and it wasn't about me. <laughs> but, but, but you see, but he was looking directly at me, and we just assume because someone's staring at you that you're the problem. It could be something else. You could listen, you could have winked at the guy. But I decided to go to the bathroom, yeah, come you, from around. You know, I think you did a little too much. You did a little a no, little because much. if I went directly to him, it would have been no, something different. I, I would have winked at him. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. I don't, I don't need that. I'm not gonna go all the way to. You know, I'm not gonna because uh, I had to think. I was like, well, Sam, I said, how are you gonna handle this? Because this guy's looking at you aggressive, right? So <laughs> I had to process it's the that, information. Is that paranoid Sam? Is right? Sam that wouldn't but be I can't let it linger because paranoid. I'm staying at that hotel, and I'm like, I'm not letting this linger because I'm in this hotel. And this guy's in this hotel. I need to figure <laughs> what this is about, Yo, bro, right? I think but, you think your name is John Wick, bro. So <laughs> I think you think your name is John. Wick. <laughs> you got a coin player? You got a coin? But, but you know, sometimes our mind thinks, makes it bigger than it is. You know what I'm saying? Find out for yourself, right? But, <laughs> dude has that rusty. <laughs> in the bar if you ain't prepared to get winked back at, bro. But now we, now we know where we stand. I'm not getting, I'm not winking at anybody. <laughs> he said, wait, are we talking about picking people up at a bar now? <laughs> I'm not weaking at anybody. You crazy. Anyway, but so that was that story. I'm just saying, you know, Good get stuff. the facts. Get the facts before you get the cat. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, so with that said, avoid the noise. Don't get caught up yeah. in drama. Yeah. Life is too short. Live your life. Have fun Do and keep trolls. it popping. That's but right. with that said, we have a guest coming on the show and we're going to bring him on right now. And uh, where's the dang thing? Here we go. What's up, buddy? Yeah, what's up, guys? How are you, man? What's going on, Alex? How's How you doing, man? How's it going? Good. Thank you good. for having me on the show, guys. <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate sure, you, brother. man. So listen, man, I had a chance to take a look at some of the work that you have on your on your on your Instagram page. For those who don't know, this is Alex Mello. Follow him on Instagram at underscore Alex Mello. Um, and you have some really, really cool stuff on there, bro. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it, man. Yeah, wait, are we talking about picking? Uh, and he was said, my homie Mello, man, Alex. So yeah, yeah. what's up, Anibal? That's the so, homie, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So tell us a little bit about you, man. Tell us a little bit about who Alex Mello is. So I'm from West New York, man. Been here all my life. Um, visual artist, specializing in painting and drawing. I graduated from NJCU, the BFA. Um, I love anime. I love uh, just basically anything related to to drawing and painting 
Um, I'm heavily into man. Sorry, but uh, we're we're sound a little nervous right now. Nah, That's okay. all right. You got a crowd forming. You yeah, got, you got um, yeah, they're making them WN- like, WN- <laughs> Snoopy. You got uh, <laughs> Bleem Sounds. That's what's up, man. I love it. I love the love. I love the love. So, for those who maybe don't know you, uh, Alex, tell us a little bit about where did that come from, man? Where did that that fire start for for the love of art and um, maybe anime or where, where where did it come from? Where did it start? Um. Ever since I was a child, man, I've always been drawing. Pokemon, I feel like, was was the first, like, uh, thing I was heavily drawn into. Mm-hmm. And I started drawing Pokemon when I was a kid. And then from there, it just took off. I, I love wrestling. So I started okay. drawing wrestling figures um, when I was young. And then uh, it took off from there. I didn't paint until, like, I want to say... 2013 is when I started painting and I started to just analyze things in a different manner opposed mm-hmm. to just drawing mm-hmm. um, and just like analyze architecture, analyze geometric shapes and non-organic and organic shapes in a mm-hmm. manner where I can um, put these, these shapes into a composition that was, that was interesting for me. Did you did you go to school for art when you were young? Like when you did, when you realized that you could draw, that you liked to draw, did you go to school to learn more about? Yeah, you know? um, most of most of it I'm self taught, mm-hmm. but I definitely received help. I went, like I said, I graduated from NJCU with a mm-hmm. bachelor's in fine arts. I said BFA. I don't know if you uh, if anyone understood that acronym, but and I also went to Hudson, and I took art classes there. Uh, but most of it is self-taught. They mm-hmm. only teach you enough in school in order for you to progress. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. Did you ever? Did you ever want to create your own character? I know you were into Pokemon, and then you got into the wrestling. But did did any of that stuff spark ideas in your mind to say, "Hey, man, maybe I want to create my own stuff," or you were just happy with, "I'm just gonna, you know, start, you know, looking into shapes and doing all that other stuff and, and explore the other side of art." I mean, as a kid, I definitely wanted to create my own uh, caricatures or, and, and things of that nature. But as soon as I got into painting mm. later on in life, I was more focused in on that and more honed on just um, trying to manufacture this skill in painting and make it to something of my own. Yeah, we have a, a, a question from Dave. It says, ask into stuff like H.R. Geiger, who helped design the biomechanical look in Alien. Oh, okay. Not 100% uh, familiar with that. That's very specific. It was a dope movie. Um, but no. No. Yeah. That, uh, so, so, yeah. So, no, you were, so you were, yeah, you were talking about that, you know, just going into painting. What was it about painting that, 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 that attracted you to it? And then what kind of painting were you doing? Like, what was, you know, what attracted you to it? So, um, the biggest inspirations for me as artists that are, that were already established was uh, Mark Rothko, um, his work with color mm-hmm. and how the colors actually made you feel when you were looking at these paintings as a mm-hmm. viewer, it was just, it just captivated me. And I was just like, wow, I kind of want to, I want to go into that realm where I'm able to create um, these compositions where people can just, formulate a, a meaning of their own for that you know right right, right. um like thomas laskowski 
he's big on capturing memory from his own and um, putting that onto a canvas and and basically creating these beautiful paintings, man. And that, that for me, was very captivating. I think the texture within brushstrokes, I love that. I love texture, um, shapes. For some reason, I'm just drawn to shapes, man. <laughs> and like Robert, Den Robert Delaney, Sonia Delaney, uh, they were creating these these magnificent paintings of literally just like circles and organic shapes, and they would put um, abstract figures in them that resembled people. Um, and I was just drawn to that, man. Did you? And, are, are you drawn into like? I guess I guess from what, I, what I'm gathering from you is like you look at a piece of art and you don't want the artist to tell you what it means. You almost want to find sure. meaning in it yourself. Is that? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Most of that stuff is subjective, right? And as, as humans, when we look at something, we always want to find something in that, that mm -hmm. whatever we're looking at, right? When we look at the, at the sky, we're looking at clouds, yeah. we're looking for something there that's not actually there, right? So I just found it interesting that these artists are creating these paintings um, and they're playing with that factor, they're playing with that notion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a question for Money Bob. Have you ever considered working on a graphic novel for even a cover because your style can be argued as having graphic design elements? No, I've never considered it. Um, but again, I don't I don't know what the future holds. Right as of now, um I've been doing a lot of like manga style drawings, but that's like using references and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um but no, I've never considered it. If anyone were to approach me with the idea, I would definitely entertain it and be excited about it. That's awesome. And you, you now you talked about composition when, when when painting and things of that nature. Is, is that that's something that you learned, you know, at school how to compose an image, or is that something that you maybe felt like, man, that that just comes easy to me because I kind of like just know this stuff without even having to learn it too much. Like, how, how's that for you as far as the composition in in, in your pieces? Um, I think school definitely helped me out with learning what a composition is and mm -hmm. how to construct one. Um, because before that, I was just looking at paintings and admiring what the actual content of it was, not the actual composition and how it was formed together and how everything works um, intertwined with each other in the painting. Right. So definitely school helped me out with that. And just also looking at different artists and how they uh, were able to, to form, excuse me, these compositions that, again, that was through school because I've never would have found out about right. different artists it's interesting. specializing in these certain like genres, whether right, it be right. like folklorism, um, we can go into like Renaissance times, Right. Or Baroque, where Caravaggio is creating these. Uh, I don't know if you guys, you got, are you guys familiar with Caravaggio? I've seen his work. My, I, I was going to tell you when I went to the Museum of Modern Art, and okay. I, I stood in front of one of my favorite paintings is the Persistence of Memory by okay. Salvador Dali. Right, like that's one of my favorite pieces. And when, and it's crazy because when, when I went to the Mu Museum of Modern Art and I stood in front of the painting, the painting is like this big, bro. Like it's tiny. It's not even that big. There was something about seeing that piece of work in person that almost made me starstruck. Like, you know, when you meet like a celebrity 
and you can't believe the celebrity standing in front of you. Like that's how I felt about that little piece of art, bro. Like I looked at it because it's one of my it's it's my favorite painting. And Not the, the meaning behind it, you know what I'm saying? And when you're looking at this thing, you're like, holy cow, there it is. Look at the strokes. Look at the, the, the strokes from like he painted that. And it was it was surreal, man, doing seeing something like that. So I can I can understand when you're talking about looking at it at, like at a piece of art and saying, Wow, that made me feel a certain way. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, and then I mean most of my inspiration comes like what I said, um, just literally my current living condition. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that is just like, whether it's something that's negatively affected me in life, positively affected me, if I'm walking outside and I see a building in New York mm -hmm. um, and I love how the sharp edges conform to the sky or whatever the case is, uh, these are all things that I use for inspiration, analyzing other artists as well. Yeah. I use for inspiration, um, dude, like Picasso, mm -hmm. there was a point in time where he would go into people's studios <laughs> and steal their ideas and do it a hundred times better than them <laughs> to the point where he was known Savage. for doing this and other artists, they we were like, no, dude, you can't come to my <laughs> studio and look at what I'm working on, <laughs> you know? So definitely other That's art awesome. is inspirational for me. Um, and then I just take it from there, man. Like, I I worked on a series that was very personal to me. And I don't know. Can, are you guys able to, like, uh, show what I, what my work is? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Give me a second, though. Yeah, no, some of the comments that were up there, I, I, they've mentioned your, um, well, first, uh, Snoopy said, Mellow made my J-Lope art piece for my music producing. So, uh, so homie, yeah, yeah. Big shout out to you on that. And uh, Dave said, looking at, looking at your work on IG, and I love the Cowboy Bebop piece with Faye and Spike. So big fan of that. So we'll, we'll show some of that stuff up there. And Lou said that looking at Frank Frazetta's artwork up close was emotional. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that, I agree with that because we went to the museum, the Frazetta Museum, and it was, uh, it was surreal. So what do you want me to show you? Um, if you scroll down. Yeah, you got some cool stuff. You there. see the, uh, the yellow one? Yeah. That was part of a series that I had started. My father has dementia, right? Mm -hmm. So when I first learned about this, it was extremely hard for me to just, um, just come to terms with, with, with what the disease is and how mm -hmm. a person is now going to react to certain things and how I was going to react to certain things like that. So I felt like, for me, it was an outlet that I had to um, just put out there. I needed right. to put the stuff out there. And... I drew back to what Thomas Naskowski does and he draws inspiration from memory. Um, he lives, well, he passed away, but he used to live in upstate New York mm -hmm. and he, there was this trail that he would go on. I think it stretched to like 15 miles or something like that. And he created a series on literally the whole trail, Damn. anything that he would see within that trail, he would put in his paintings and that would be, that would be the series. And, Obviously, as an outsider looking in, as a viewer, if no one, if no one were to tell you what you're looking at, you're, you're not going to know that this is like a map of, of the trail that he's located, or maybe right. this is a flower or something like that. But he cropped it and makes it into this, this beautiful composition. And that's, that's what I felt like I needed to do here. And I, I used, first of all, I used my memory, but then I also, I wanted to intertwine it and just correlate it with memories 
that my father's had. Mm-hmm. And I created these rooms that he's been in um, and where he started in life in the United States, um, Dominican. So he was born in the, the Dominican Republic. Right. And when he first came here, he uh, his first bedroom was a bunk bed. Okay. Right. So he used to live just like in a room and oh. his bed was on the lower level of the bunk bed. Right. Gotcha. So I created this imagery in order to just correlate that. And each piece is drawn from a memory in his life, from what nice. I can remember. And I just basically go through the pieces trying to construct these different memories. That's and awesome, every dude. time I go back into a memory, yeah. whether it's like a lamp or it's a different shape or maybe a different color mm-hmm. it's linking me to something else from that memory and I, you know i just go from there dude so alex so this so this this series the series of paintings that you have are they all like because i love the way it, it looks like you're looking through a through a window almost right the, 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 like is that is that something that that's kind of part of what that memory to you signifies looking through almost like a window and that's the memories. Is that, is that what you've done here? Or am I looking so too much into that? I created these. I want to say the first one was maybe, yeah, it was, in, it was during COVID. Hmm. And this is when we were all stuck in the house. <laughs> and like I said before, most of, us, most of the art, my art, I'm pretty sure for everyone else, is from their current living condition. And I'm literally just staring out of a window. Hmm for like however many months until like I decided to go outside. I obviously had to run errands and whatnot, but most of my days I spent just looking out the window, drawing. I started to draw um, like Dragon Ball Z in manga style. Right. Um, that's, that's where the window aspect comes from. Ah, okay. I see. So everything was looking out of a window because you had yeah. to step outside. So it, it, and then it also just ties back into like, that window frame is looking into that memory. Right. Yeah. And that's what I love about that. That's what I love about the way you did that. This is interesting here, man. Talk to us a little bit about the staircase and the colors that you chose here for this. So I'm huge on color, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's as hard as it's made sound or as hard as, uh, as it is to believe. Color is subjective, right? I mean, you guys mm-hmm. are artists. Mm-hmm. Um we perceive color in like the context of like natural daylight, which is blue and orange. And then um, those natural daylights in that context is what illuminates objects and, and color, right? So let's say you're looking at a Van Gogh painting per se, um, and you're looking at the shading and the shadow that he uses mm. to what someone may look like as dark gray, but to him, he's using different purples and different blues and whatnot and all these different tones to create this dark shadow. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's, that's what I, I try to create um, when you see these, vi- these vivid colors. Um, and I'm not using what per se would be a wall. Let's say someone may perceive it as white or whatnot. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to grow, grow out of that, that, uh, or conform out of that. It, it's funny you say that, man, because when you look at some of these paintings, like you talk about Van Gogh, for example, it's not until you get really close up to that painting that you see the strokes and how each stroke maybe wasn't, like you said, maybe wasn't that color, but 
when you step back, it looks darker than it is because he's mixed all those colors and all those things together to give you the illusion that you have a whole different color when you step behind or when you step back to look at that stuff. So that's interesting that, that, that you're looking at color that way. Yeah. And then basically that staircase, um, oh, shoot. sorry, you guys like it, but I'll finish. <laughs> uh, the staircase was literally, that's a staircase from my house, my father's house in the Dominican Republic. And oh, I yeah. just chose to, to, to emulate that within the painting with the, and the orange on the, at that, that other frame within that wall is basically the sun setting. Um, and I'm huge for some reason on, on having these oval shaped doorways. Like arches. Yeah. 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 Can I, can I ask you, I mean, okay, you don't have to answer this, but can I ask you a personal question about your, your dad? Have you shown these paintings to him and what has his reaction been? If you have shown the, the, the yeah, the, I've definitely the, shown them to him. I explained where they come from. Um, he was pretty excited about the yeah. fact that I decided to, to make a series on, on his memories. Mm -hmm. um, but it was nothing out of the ordinary, you know? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. He's not that very much into art, so he <laughs> appreciates it. He, he likes the colors, likes how it looks. But that's cool, too. That's like the big, that's the most reaction that, <laughs> that I get out of here. That's know? nice. <laughs> yeah. Which, no, but which awesome. is completely fine because, you know, not yeah. everyone, not everyone has the same perception as everyone else when it comes to certain things. And that's the same way with art. It can be with clothes, you know, it can be with anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bleeding Sound says that's a great, that's great stuff. Simple and elegant with a good story. Thank yeah, you. man, this this is dope, man. I also like that you go into like you have like we he like sampled up that out uh, that venom piece. So you do have like you know like your your, your manga like your your kind of like right here like the Dragon Ball Z stuff. Is was this your favorite anime growing up? Dragon Ball Z for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, grew up on the uh, when they used to show it. So I didn't grow up with cable, right? <laughs> and I used to have the local channels. So they would show it on, I think it was Channel 47, Sunday mm. mornings, and they would play it in Spanish. And it was the funniest shit ever. But that's what that's the memory that I have from Dragon Ball Z. And then I just, you know, just rewatch everything else in English when I got older. That's funny, man. So you're and, watching that thing on Telemundo and shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hilarious. How would they, hilarious. Oh, fuck, hold on. I'm trying to remember the how would they uh, dub it. They would be like Super Saiyajin, like yo, the funniest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is great, man. Well, like if you ever catch like one of those Spanish dub cartoons, they're the best, bro. And there's always the same voices. It, it's yeah, pretty, yeah, it's pretty funny, bro. Pretty funny. But now these pieces you sculpted, yeah, these are cool. So these are this is wood, right? And mm -hmm. this I did for school, and it was super. If I had the chance to learn another um another skill and then also have the money to like manipulate wood because this shit like you need like all these power tools and whatnot right. super dangerous i almost fucking cut my my pinky off <laughs> Damn. um wood is super amazing to work with i didn't know it was obviously i knew it was as malleable because we have all these wood like all mm -hmm. these wooden furnitures and whatnot but when you're actually there creating an art piece from wood it's it's pretty amazing man that's and this crazy. again ties back to to the whole dementia concept mm. that I that I was working on, um, and everything in in the within this um, structure, like 
that hole you see in the front on the bottom right hand corner right that i wanted to be the hiccups within his memory so that's why you see a vague hole and every little hole is is just a hiccup interesting of memory and and the wood grain i wanted it to to represent layers within his memory cool you know yeah no that's deep i like that yeah, yeah. man I like that's that. a, that's the stuff when you're puffing the magic dragon and thinking philosophy stuff <laughs> so, like, around this time, i used to burn right um, <laughs> and around this time i'm sober as shit all these pieces, and i'm always like yo it's insane like what if i would have done like maybe like if I would have smoked, or imagine like acid or some shit. Yeah, and he was said, "Was that McBain's class?" Um, no, that was Brian Gustafson's class. I don't mm. know if you ever took his class. Okay, okay. How long did something like this take you to make, bro? Like, how long, did these bro? Pieces... All right. So, I was super ambitious, and there was a piece of wood on the outside of the studio. And it was from a light pole that had fallen and they had brought it into the studio in school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use this wood because the wood grain in that, it's going to have, um, it's probably super old wood. So it's going to have multiple layers of wood grain. Um, and I wanted to use that. And it was the hardest <laughs> fucking piece of wood <laughs> to chop down. I was there for like, I think two weeks. Trying to chop it down. This, to, this like, one right here. This one that you're looking a good at. Piece of wood that I could use. It didn't fucking happen. Oh. So I just gave up and used pine wood that they had in the studio. Oh. Oh, man. So you guys did everything. So you, you cut it up. You stained it. You did all of that. Yeah, I cut it up. Nice. There was only one machine that I was super afraid to use. Have you guys ever used a table saw machine? Yeah. 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 That has like. <laughs> it's literally if you put your hand too low to it bro. your whole shit is coming off bro right <laughs> so i was like yeah i'm not gonna use that machine so the professor would do that and everything else i would use though gotcha, gotcha. and i cut it up myself i stained it um glued it together staining is actually a very interesting process yeah yeah that you said he didn't take that class he didn't take the class that you were talking about oh you got the nwo uh cosplay right there see yeah that? that was super cool yeah that face paint took me about like two hours to put on <laughs> damn so what was it about your your trip to this location that inspired you um dude that's like literally the mecca of <laughs> fucking painting um it's- if people aren't familiar with what the structure is that is in paris in Versailles, mm-hmm. uh, one of the the king's mansions over there that's super popular, um, and they literally had everything in there. I looked at so much art there that when I came back, I didn't I didn't want to look at any art for like three months. <laughs> but then after that, I was just like super inspired, um, and they had a lot of Caravaggio, and he uses chiaroscuro. Uh, which is like this dynamic light. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the term, but for anyone watching, it's 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 a technique where you use dynamic lighting 
uh-huh. in the painting, and it just gives it this beautiful. Um, I want to say, uh, just mood within the painting. Yeah, it's gorgeous, man. Look at that thing. It's, it's I mean, I mean, incredible. I could imagine just being there. Your eye just travels. I mean, it was just... insane because Versailles, like some of that shit, was gold, like literally gold. <laughs> yeah, crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and I couldn't really tell which one was, but it's it's this huge place. Um, and everything in there is just beautiful. And obviously, it's just like, it's the Mecca. Paris is like, or yeah. Europe is the Mecca of painting. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. very inspirational. Um, if anyone watching is into painting or just art in general, definitely recommend going to Paris and visiting all the um, yeah the galleries and museums out did, there. Did you go to the Louvre? I did go to the Louvre. Yeah, man. Beautiful. Crazy, right? Great. Yo, dude, it's insane. Oh, dude, I would love to go. It's crazy because, like, when you know, I, we, I live in New York. You're in Jersey, right? Yeah. So, like, you, we, take, we take for granted some of these things. Like, we have so many great museums yeah. just in the city, bro. And, like, we don't go. Like, the Guggenheim is here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all of these, like, great, you know, just famous museums that we don't go. And, like, I feel like people in, in probably Paris are the same way. Or in France, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, the Louvre, that's cool. Like, if I don't even go, yeah, we're like, <laughs> probably. It's crazy. But I would love to go to the Louvre. Like, that's one of those places I want. I want. The Mona Lisa's there, right? I think the Mona yeah, Lisa's I saw there. I saw the Mona Lisa over there as yeah, well. That's another small, isn't it like a, a small painting? It's not that small, but it's like, I want to say it's like 24, hmm. about like 36 around okay. there. It's not that small. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. That's but the, when uh, you think about the Mona Lisa, you think of this big grand piece, right? Well, you yeah, think yeah, it's, it's uh, the Mona Lisa. Like, you know? yeah. And then you get there, and it's like, okay, that's that's cool. No, but I'm sure it's cool. I'm sure, like I said, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. When you see these things, like in, in in person, it's a whole different experience than just sure. seeing them on a, you know, like even even a print of it. Yeah, it was one of the things when I lived in New York. That's the one thing I miss. You know, right. my wife and I used to go to the Museum of Modern Art. We used to go to the Museum of History. It was because you can just sit there. For, for hours and hours and hours. hours and just take it all in and just, you know, and imagine, mm-hmm. you know, that's the best part of it. It inspires imagination. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They had a lot of, um, when I went to the, to the museum of modern uh, art, they had a lot of pieces by, uh, oh man, what now I can't, oh, Frida. They had a lot of Frida pieces. Yeah. And Frida she, also has an interesting story. She has a very interesting story. Like a lot of these artists, their, their stories were crazy. Was that? Did you go on the class trip with what's the art history professor? Some class trip to where? Um, I don't know. Did you go Someone to Someone asked that? Yeah, yeah. Niba said, did you, did you go to the class trip with what's the art history professor? And he can't, I guess he's trying to remember the name. Um, the I went on an art trip with Gustafson and we, we went to go see some, um, some structural um, pieces, which were pretty amazing. Yeah. That's another thing about, I mean, about like, like you said, when you travel abroad, when you look at the architecture and when you look at these buildings that have been around for so many years, dude, like it's just, it's insane, dude. It's, yeah, when you think about that, it's crazy. The architecture in Paris oh, was, I'm sure. It's just in Europe. And I, mean, I was in Austria yeah. and I spent, I went to the castles, I went, oh, the, I went to the parliament. And the the details, the architecture, the 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 the, the renderings, the painting. I mean, it was it was heaven. It was it's heaven. Nuts. You know, and then you think about they how appreciate old they are. it, but, but they appreciate how old, the art. How old it is too. Yes, right? they don't have the advances that we have in technology back then. They were there were men up there, you know, <laughs> yeah. putting yeah. stuff together, sculpting things into the building. Like, they were literally like in guilds. 
right? Yeah, which is what's sad about New York is like they, they they're putting up all these modern, you know, and they're tearing down the old where you had the gargoyles and you had those nice detailed buildings. They're all like yeah. disappearing because they're putting all these modern glass buildings. Um, you know, yeah. where you go you go abroad and and they appreciate the masterpieces. Yeah, Alex, yeah, how, sure. how long does a uh, painting take you? Is, is that a process for you? It's definitely a process. Um... I'm currently working on pieces that are a little smaller mm -hmm. and those aren't taking me as long. Uh, I want to say about three weeks max. Uh, I do like an eight hour session, six hour session. I'll just drink beer. <laughs> you know, I'm, I love beer um, and I'll just go at it. Right. Uh, because most of my paintings have all these sharp lines and all these sharp edges I have to like hone in. Like I, sometimes I take my glasses off and put the canvas literally in, in front of my face just because I have to get all this line where I don't use tape at all. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. So all of the line work is just um, done by hand. So it takes me a while sometimes. Yeah. No um, no and I'll, I, I've been using a lot of acrylic. Oil is a process, but oil is also can just give you beautiful renderings in terms of texture, um, in terms of the finish. I may work on oil for, for future projects. Do you, are, are any of your pieces for sale? Like, are, are you selling any of these things? If somebody's watching saying, yo, dude, I want a mellow piece. Like, can they? Yeah, they're definitely for buy? sale. I also do commissions. Um, I've sold a few, nothing major. Mm -hmm. um, most of my artwork is, is literally just me using it as an outlet right and it's one of my passions that i that i that i do so yeah awesome brother awesome nice this is fun man i, I love i love talking about the creative process man with other artists and just yeah because sure, everybody's man. got a different process and every and, and yeah. different things inspire different people i think i think that trip to to europe was probably one of the biggest inspirations for you i'm sure when you came back, you were like, you said you didn't want to see paintings for a while, but after a while, you're like, yo, this, I gotta, I gotta do some of this stuff. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So leading up to, leading up to Paris, I had done like an artist retreat. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like internally around that time, um, I was just had all these conflicts within myself mm -hmm. and I did like an artist retreat in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Sorry where I rented out like an Airbnb um, in the Poconos. And I was there for, I think, four days and five nights, something like that. And I was just literally taking photos and painting outside and just in nature. They had a sauna in there. So I was chopping wood in the morning, doing like doing push-ups and going into the sauna, super inspirational. Um, and then I went to, like, I think a year later after that, I went to the trip just to kind of, like, just uh, hone everything in and just put yeah. it all together. That's awesome, bro. That's dope. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. Yeah, man. So where can people find you on social media if people want to reach out to you? Uh, you can find me on double underscore Alex Mello, M-E-L-O. Yeah, on IG. I only have Instagram. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. And the link is in the chat. It's also in the summary uh, if you want to check it out. Uh, any uh, final words you want to share with the audience before we go? Um, 
just if you're a creative out there, man, just keep creating. Uh, I use art as an, as an outlet for me. It's, it's kept me sane. Mm-hmm. It's kept me grounded. Um, and for kids, um, just keep creating. Don't, don't fall back into mm-hmm. all their uh, negative hobbies that you might get into. Stay positive, man. That's it, brother. That's it. Thank you so much, Alex. We appreciate you coming on, man. And you're welcome back anytime, dude. If you want to show sure, man, thank art. you guys for having me. No doubt, man. No um, doubt. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Cool. Yeah, man. And, and, and never, don't never be nervous on Cast the Craze. You're part of the family, bro. So <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> we chilling. We chilling out here. We chilling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. First time I did a podcast, so I was like, oh wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it was a good way to start, bro. Good place yeah, to start. Yeah. You know what hey. I mean? If you're gonna start out, you're gonna start with the craze. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but thanks for coming on. We wish you much success with it, your endeavors Thank and you, uh, you know, you keep cracking. Well. All right, bro. Thanks a lot. Hey, Alex. Peace, Peace brother. All right, man. That was fantastic, man. That was a fantastic interview. Good stuff, bro. Good stuff. I love I it. I love man. you know, you know what I love? I love the process, I love the story, I love talking to different creatives. Um, this is what you know, this is how we started out, man. This is how we started with Catch the Craze, and it was all about the stories, and this is what makes it fun. Um, just seeing, I mean, even like, even like some of the names he was throwing out, I have to research it. You know, I was like, you know, I was like, damn, you know, I remember when, when I first started dating my wife, we made a, a, a monthly event to go to a different museum and to have different experiences. So, um, you know, yeah, he just, no, he inspired me to, I was like, yo, I know they have to have places out here in Texas. That, I gotta find I me. Mean. Like you, you live in places like, you know, when you live in like a place like New York and you don't take advantage of those things, it's almost like you're doing a disservice to yourself, especially yeah. the, like person like me who's a creative, like I totally need to go to these museums and they, and they got so many cool things on there. I, I feel you on those artist retreats, but I'm overdue for one. Yeah. No. I, and, and I love, and I love the story, man. The things that inspire him, things that, that make him, you know, create like yeah. his dad you know his dad you know being sick and stuff like that and the reason behind these some of these paintings is beautiful man it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing yeah. um, thank you for having my brother Nalo on no, no doubt bro Definitely, no doubt sure, thank bro. you for coming on catch the craze yeah. and checking thank it out you, uh, yeah. you know that's what we do i mean and for all of you who are new to catch the craze we've been here since 2005 um, you know, and the reason why we created the show was really to spotlight and showcase the unsung heroes, right? The the, the up and comers, the future in 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 the game, and um, and uh, so we appreciate you for um, supporting our guests. You know, when we grow, you know, we get more eyes on our guests, and that's why we do the show. So um, yeah, it was fantastic. I love hearing it. You know, and uh, um, it, it's a, I just love art in general, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I appreciate all forms of art. Whether it's, you know, like you ever been to um, Bryant Park mm-hmm. during Christmas yeah. and you go and they have those huts and yeah, they have different yeah. artists showcasing stuff yeah. like the metal art, what they do with the shapes and they make these, they make like, yeah. they make like Boba Fett out of metal. And, you know, so I appreciate just art in general, no matter what, whether it's clay art, whether it's puppeteers, yeah. you know, your, your puppetry, whatever it is. It's I just amazing think you're, what, what yeah. people can do, bro. It's freaking amazing. If you remember we had, um, thanks, I remember we had that, that, that gentleman who creates, um, uh, jewelry by hand. Yeah. Like that's, it, it's, it's incredible what people can do. Like what we are capable of doing, what human beings are able to do creative wise it's, it's incredible to me it's incredible to me you know and, and it's fascinating and, and i appreciate all that stuff yeah so just think about just think about painting ceilings 
dude. I think people, <laughs> you know what I mean? People probably died doing something like you that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're on your back, you're upside down, you're doing it. That, 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 that takes heart, bro. That take, that's where you got to love what you do to be able to do that kind of stuff. And that's, yeah. that's inspiring in a whole. Yeah, no, that Alex was great, man. Alex was great. Yeah, no, he was cool. He was cool. Yeah, no, big shout out to Alex. Don't, don't forget, follow him on the social media. He's double underscore Alex Mello, M-E-L-O. Yes, so, uh, uh, definitely uh, oh, let me see that again. There it is dude. again. I'm putting it in the chat again for the third time. So it's there in the right. chat if you don't know. Give him a follow, and it's also on this in the summary. So check him out. Um, really talented stuff. Um, and again, and if you're new to Catch the Craze podcast and you're just watching this for the first time, and or you're listening to us on Spotify on Pandora, head over to YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel again, where we grow the indie community crows, and that's why we do the show. Um, you know, give us a thumbs up if you like this episode. If you have a comment, put it in the comments below. Um, with that said, um, what do you got going on? You got a book signing coming up, George? Book signing July 19th. That's a Wednesday. It's a comic book day. So July 19th over at Royal uh, Collectibles in Flushing from 3 to 6 p.m. on July 19th. Go out there. Check me out. I'm going to be with uh, the team from Designated, which is a comic book by Mark Torres. He's going to be there. The cover artist is going to be there. Um, Jenny Feldy is going to be there. She was the, the model on the cover. So we're going to be there. We're going to be signing books 3 to, uh, 3 to 6 p.m. on Wednesday, July 19th. So if you're in the Flushing, New York area, go check that out. Queens. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then your boy up in Texas is still on tour. So in August 5th, I'll be at the Denton Comic Arc Exposition. And then on the 12th of August, I'll be at Collected Comics for the grand opening of their new location. I'll be doing a book signing with my Paul, Paul, well, my boy Paul Gomez and a bunch of other people like Ben Dunn and, and some other cats. And then um, I'll be in College Station Comic Con in October in the Arlington Comic Fest. So, uh, and then more to come. I got something lined up for November and December. So more to come with that and check out the crazy 10 or less. Why there will never be another image revolution. If you missed that episode, go check it out right now on this channel. It's fantastic. It's trending well, or head over to my art channel, the art of Samuel. Why prototype toys is the way to go. Check that out. Save you time and money. You don't have to break the bank. And, um, with that said, I'm sick. The crazy man, Vera. George the Dreamer Medina. And we are out. Now I was talking about my friend Aquisa. Say my name, say my name. This is what you were thinking? Oh, Lord. He said, I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>